Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Father, we are grateful unto you. We thank you for such a wonderful time in your presence. May your name be praised as we share your word this blessed day. In Jesus' name, say a big amen. amen. Matthew chapter 5, verse number 42. We are continuing our series on stretch and we are considering areas to stretch it's powerful already praise the lord 42 says give to him that asketh thee and from him that would borrow of thee turn not thou away ye have heard that it has been said thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Praise the Lord. That ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. It's powerful. So we are doing stretch part 10, and we are considering areas to stretch. This morning, we are, in this first service, we are considering bless. We are considering what? Bless. Please take your seat. The scripture we read, we see Jesus telling us that there are certain areas we need to stretch. And he's calling us into things that we are uncomfortable doing, but we need to do as covenant children. And he says that in doing these things, as an expression of our faith, shall we be seen as the children of our Father. That is, there is beauty in humility. That you don't resemble your father, until you are humble. So a sense of humility as a child of God and the revelation of your nature is to do what your father asks you to do. There are things when you do, you do not represent your father well. And there are things when you do, it really brings out who gave birth to you. And the first thing he said we should stretch at had to do with giving. Giving to people who ask us, our fellow brothers and sisters. Number two, he said we should love. We should do what? Yeah. He said we should love our enemies. And last week, we spoke about giving and loving our enemies. In this service, we are talking about blessing the people who curse us. So one of the areas Jesus wants us to stretch is to bless all those who curse us. Hey, You see that the things he's asking us to do, eh, they are naturally very difficult. And mostly emotionally very close to impossible. Bless them who curse you. Hey. When you look at someone cursing you, cursing and say, as he curses, he say, I bless you. Curse, he say, I bless you. Hey, serious. <laughs> Is it powerful? Some people will not just bless, they will curse back. And not only curse back, they will slap. 
and they shall quarrel. So to say we should bless power when people curse us is another level. But I want you to consider something. Jesus will not ask you to do something that the Holy Spirit has not given you capacity to perform. So anything and everything Jesus asks us to do, we have already been given the power to execute. Now, the book of James chapter 3 verse 8 to 10 is what we are going to consider. What does it say? It says that, but the tongue can no man. In fact, let's read from verse 7 so that you will really appreciate it. Look at something there. In verse 7, it says that, for every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and has been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. The tongue is an unruly what? Evil full of deadly poison. That's when a tongue is out of control. Then in verse 9, it says that, Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Then verse 10 says that, out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. For me, the key there is the conclusion. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. So, what is the Bible saying? The Bible is saying that People are not able to control the tongue, tame the tongue. You can tame a lion. You can't tame the tongue. And he said that the tongue is an unruly evil and has poison. This tongue is not only for meat. It also has what? Poison. So spiritually, the tongue has poison. You see, some time ago, I saw somebody making a reference to the fact that your destiny has no connection with what you say and what happens in the So sometimes when I listen to some of these um, fringe theological um, issues, these are fringe, fringe, some mainstream. Okay, when you say, somebody says, your destiny is in your mouth and you come and challenge that, no, it's about your hard work. We are tenure. You know, you don't understand anything. Because when people want to curse you, the real people, the real evil people, when they want to curse you, they don't eat food. Do they eat food? Is there anywhere in the Bible God bless someone without speaking it? So when people have space on the social media, they write things. It's like they, they know the Bible like nobody knows. And you know, sometimes you think you know and you don't know. Because whichever book you are reading, that makes you feel you know. The author crample can be wrong. But the Bible is there to instruct all of us. When the Bible is clearly saying that the tongue is unruly, it has poison and I'm not natural. Oh boy. Don't follow this stuff. So the scripture is there. Tongue is unruly. Poisonous. Then verse number 9 says something very powerful. It said, Therewith we bless even the Father. And then we curse <laughs> men as well. Hey, Men who were made in the image of God. You see, he has added that particular part for you to know that when you are cursing men, you are actually directing those things to God. Because men were not made in the image of men. They were not made in the image of trees or Satan. They were made in the image of what? God. Now, the book of Psalms says that what is man that thou art mindful of? The son of man that you think about. So, God is mindful about his creation. 
And of all the creature or creation God made, it is only man God decided should represent him. In image and in likeness, nature. Praise the Lord. So, you can see God in man. You may not see God in a dog. But God is in man. So, if God is in this brother and I curse him, I am not facing only this brother. I'm facing the rest is for your own imagination. Are you following now? So he says that we, I mean, some people really can be praying and somebody will anger them and they will curse them. I said, they were blessing God. I love you. You are beautiful, most beautiful, most beautiful, most beautiful. And we'll be our I'm feeling it, pa. <laughs> so, here he's saying that, oh, well, don't do this, you know. <laughs> he said, out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so be. What are the things that should not be? That you bless with your mouth and you curse with your mouth at the same time. Now, if you read down, it will tell you that a tree is not created to give fruit that is, say, apple and then mango. An apple tree must give fruit that is apple and apple. Praise the Lord. Are you following now? He said, you won't give olive and fig. He said, a fountain will not give um, sweet water and bitter water. All of these were used to let us understand that. Our mouth must be a blessed mouth because if we don't do that, poison comes out of, the, out of our mouth. Are you here with me? And he's saying categorically that these things ought not so to be. So you are a Christian, you should not be a cursing Christian. Hey. Is it powerful? If you are a Christian, you should be a blessing Christian. One that blesses me. That is, you would have an opportunity to curse. Oh, this teaching is nice, pa. But you should choose to bless rather than to curse. Because you have these options before you. And you have to make a choice what you are going to do with the options that are before you. So the tongue has the power to bless and curse. And it is an error for the two fruits to proceed from one source. Blessing and curses must not proceed from one source. Now, if you read verse 2 of that same James chapter 3, the scripture is even clearer. That it says, for in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man. And able also to breathe the whole body. That's anybody who is able to control his mouth is seen as a perfect man. That word perfect man there is talking about the fact that the person is spiritual. The person is mature. The person has grown in the spirit or in the things of God. Watch this. The scripture is letting us know that the responsibility of the usage of our tongue or mouth is ours. And proper usage of the tongue is a mark of spiritual maturity and growth. So, he says that the person that is able to control they are wet. Those, that person is seen as a perfect person who is able to breathe his whole body. You are able to bless your whole destiny because you are able to control your mouth. And you know that children talk without thinking. Babies that are not mature. You see that children talk more than adults. True or false? And they say bad things more than adults say. So a sign that you are a cursing believer is that you are one, canal. Number two, you are not mature. 
Number three, you are not growing in the spirit. You are a baby Christian. What are you? Talk to me. What are you? It's a mark of spiritual maturity and growth to know how to control your, properly use your tongue to bless rather than to curse. And oh boy, people will, will give you the opportunity to do so. But you have to prove to God. Your proof is not to man. It's to God. And to your destiny. If you're able to control your words, you, you bless your own destiny. You control your own um, boat. Praise the Lord. So here you see that when Christ is calling us to stretch in the area of blessing, it's telling us that when we have opportunity to curse people, we should bless them. Bless they that curse you. Now, what is God's instruction? Look at Acts chapter 10, verse 14 to 16. In Acts chapter 10, verse 14 to 16, here we see that Peter is there and he's having different kinds of visions. And now he sees a vision where he sees four-footed animals and all of that. And then it, it, the thing goes against his custom. So, but Peter said, not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him again the second time. What God has cleansed, that call not thou common. Praise the Lord. Is it powerful? This was done thrice, and the vessel was received up again into heaven. So, Peter had a vision saw animals here and there, and, and the spirit of the Lord told him, arise, kill, and eat. But the animals he saw, they were not animals that were eaten by his people according to his custom. And they were deemed unclean by the law. So when the, the spirit told him, <laughs> arise, kill, and eat, he said, no, my custom doesn't permit me to eat that which is unclean. So you see that people hold their customs stronger than the voice of God. I'm preaching now. You see, when I'm preaching, it will feel like I'm not preaching, but I'll be preaching. As I'm preaching right now, there are people who already have in their mind that they, at some point in time, no matter whoever they are dealing with, if they feel like cursing the person, they must curse. That's your custom. That's what you have been practicing for all these years. But today, the spirit of the Lord is speaking to you. That bless them that will curse you. So don't be like Peter, whom the Holy Ghost will be speaking to him through Pastor Francis. And he's still arguing as I'm preaching. And people are arguing right now. Okay, which I mean, okay, which as 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 my pastor said that his dad used to be diabetic and they told the dad that he should not eat sugary stuff and so one day they brought a cake to the house and the cake was very tantalizing and the man loved cake and so the thing was against his health and by the time they realized he has already taken a portion. And they said, hey, Ejako. They said, don't eat this, you know. I said, oh. My Muslim in India. And they said, sasa. Sakura. 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 You know, sometimes when you are a child of God, you feel like mixing the word of God with your custom. You feel like mixing the, the works of the spirit with your traditions. Most people practice hybrid religion. It's a mixture of the traditions they knew plus the faith they have received in Christ. So you see that when you do something, they don't like it. They can, they can burn the cat at night in the arumo and be saying things. I don't know if I'm preaching in Pope. Because where they are coming from, 
they know that something like that holds some spiritual power. And so now that they are in Christ and they are not happy, they can combine with our powers combined. They do Captain Planet. You see people, a brother and a brother doing something, some disagreement. Hey, I will curse you right now. But he's telling us to stretch. That means that you have to give away what you are used to and embrace what he's telling you. So he told Peter, he took the Lord telling him three times. Three times. And God kept telling Peter that, don't call common what I have not called common. <laughs> In other words, don't say something is cursed when I have blessed it. That's God's instruction. I'm taking my, am I taking my time? So there are people that God has blessed. And I dare to say that everyone has been blessed by God. Because the scripture we read in Matthew chapter 5, the, the, the last verse we read, 48, makes us understand that the Lord shines his sun upon the evil and the righteous. Pours the rain. This rain that has been falling in Accra, if you are born again, it will fall. If you are not born again, it will fall. It's God's blessing. Are you following now? So here we know that the Lord does not want us to be going on a cursing spree. And mostly when you are a baby Christian and you start feeling something like the anointing, you want to demonstrate it. As a proof of your power, oh, I will get them, but I don't want to go ahead of myself. Hey, do you know who you are talking to? Do you know who I am? <laughs> I have fasted. I'm just coming from Achua Mountains. You are like the prophet, I think Elisha, who saw the people, no, no time to waste. Cry. Hey, come and swallow them. Let them know that. I, the bald man, bald man, I said, there's some oil on that baldness. Hey, it's powerful. I'm not able to proceed with the message, but God's instruction is that once someone has been cleansed by God, don't defile the person. And curses defile what God has blessed. Are you following now? So, God is telling us, don't do it. Now, what is God telling us again? Look at Numbers. Numbers, chapter 23, verse 19 and 20. Balaam was hired to come and curse God's people. And so, the Bible said when he went, this is what the Bible said. God is not a man. Watch the scripture very carefully where the scripture is coming from. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he said and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken and shall he not make it good? So here it is talking about the integrity of God's word concerning his children. What he says he will do and he does it. When he has said something to someone in terms of a promise, that thing constitutes a blessing to the person. Then he's saying that with the integrity of God established on the blessed word or promise given to such a people like the Israelite, the next verse is even more powerful. He says that, Behold, I have received a commandment to bless. And he has blessed. That's why he's saying God is not a man. That he should lie. Not the, neither the son of man. And when he promises, he does it. I have received a commandment to bless. He has blessed and I cannot reverse it. Now, Balaam is here to curse the people of God so that the enemy nation could be able to defeat them. So, the reason why Balaam is here is to pronounce a curse on them. And Balaam, anytime he wanted to curse them, God changed his tongue. So, instead of cursing them, he rather began to bless them. And he said to the king, the king got angry with him after doing sacrifices and all those things. He got angry with him and Balaam said, listen to me. 
Anytime I want to curse them, I receive a commandment to bless. And the reason why I receive a commandment to bless is that the Lord has blessed these people and I cannot reverse it. So, cursing a people is, for want of better words, trying to reverse what God has already designed them to be. It's a reversal of the original plan. If you are a cursing believer, you try, and you are not, you see, when you are reversing the blessing, you are fighting against the word of God. And anybody who fights against the word of God, the word breaks them. Hey! So, Balaam says that even as a prophet of God, to bless, it has to be a supernatural commandment. I have received a commandment to bless. Now, if you have to receive a commandment to bless, then technically, you have to receive a commandment to curse. You can't just wake up out of your women caprice and be laying curses on people. You must be commanded to curse. The same way a person is commanded to bless. Hey. So what do you sorry? When in Job, yeah. A wife can even curse them. <laughs> oh my God. I know a pastor whose wife, well, it was, she was so bitter. One day the man was sleeping, sleeping. He saw the wife standing at the head of the bed. The man was sleeping. The wife was there standing there naked. Was just cursing him. He will never do it. He will never make it. He was just cursing the man. So the man was sleeping. He was being cursed. When he woke up, he was already cursed. <laughs> when you destroy God's creation, it doesn't bring glory to God. Praise the Lord. So to, you receive a commandment to bless and technically you must receive a commandment to what? Curse. So anytime you want to curse somebody, you have to ask yourself, is it the Holy Spirit who is asking me to curse? Is it the Holy Spirit who is asking me, motivating me <laughs> to curse? Are you with me? If you can answer that question, you know what to do. <laughs> Take areas to stretch. Bless. Nice. Your commandment is to bless. Is to do what? Is to bless. So, it is important. So, why do people curse knowing that we have been commanded to bless? Why do people curse? Knowing that the real commandment God gave us is to bless. Luke chapter 9, verse 51 to 56. Watch the scripture very carefully. Luke 9, 51. And it came to pass, when the time was come that he should be received up, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face, and they went and entered into a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. And they did not receive him because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, will thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them even as Elias did? And look at Jesus' response. But he turned and rebuked them and said, Ye know not what manner of spirit ye are of. For the Son of Man is not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. Is it powerful already? The scripture is very powerful. So here, actually, if you read from verse number Verse number 49, you see that the disciples, they came and reported to Jesus that they have seen some people also casting out devils there in his name. And John answered and said, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name and we forbade him because he followed not with us. And Jesus said unto him, 
Forbid him not. For he that is not against us is for us. So two reasons why Jesus told them that they should not curse people. Number one, they saw some people casting out devils in the name of Jesus. And they thought that they were not visible disciples. You know, they were not in the clique. And so they said, we want to go and stop them. Jesus said, no, don't stop them. If they are not against us, they are for us. Because always there are other sheep the Lord has somewhere that you might not be privy to. Praise the Lord. And if you are not careful, you will see God's sheep and feel like they are strangers. And you might lay a curse on them, but the owner of the sheep knows that these are my sheep. And then Jesus set forth to go to Jerusalem. And he sent them into a Samaritan village. And when he, they went there, they were not received. Jesus was not received because the people thought that he was on his way toward Jerusalem. Now, the disciples bore. And they came and asked Jesus, these people that rejected us, should we call fire to come upon them the same way Elias did? And Jesus rebuked them and said, no, 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 no. You people don't know the kind of spirit you have. The kind of spirit you have is not a spirit that comes upon you to destroy the lives of people, but it's a spirit that comes upon you to save lives. Now I want to ask you, Blessings and curses, which ones save lives? Please talk to me. Don't, you see, don't do like you don't know how to talk or you, you are, you are uh, dumb just because I'm preaching this message. I'm asking you that. Blessings and curses, which one saves life? So that's what Jesus said. So why is it that these people were with Jesus and they still wanted to curse people. That's a question. That's a question. Praise the Lord. Why do Christians curse? Number one, I will help you by the grace of God. Should I do this thing? The word of God must speak. People curse as a display of their ignorance. In the first place, they wanted to stop people casting out devils and possibly they wanted to rain curses upon them. And Jesus said, hey, 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 hey. If they are not against us, then they are for us. So they didn't have that understanding that there are people who are beyond the 12 disciples or if you like the 70 who were also followers of Christ even though they were not showing up in physical meetings. So out of ignorance, they didn't count them, but the Lord had counted them. So people who curse are ignorant people. They don't know that some of the people they want to curse, they are God's children. And it's, you think you are the apple of God's eye. How many of you believe you are the apple of God's eye? Wow, powerful. It's scripture. So you are God's eye. This eyeball, that's... The raw meaning is that you are God's what? Eyeball. Now, if human being doesn't want her eye to be poked, imagine the whole me, I'm God's eye. And you want to touch it? God says, you can touch my eye anyhow. You can touch my eye anyhow because you are not happy. Come in, come. If you touch this one, it's like you have put your hand in God's eye. And you are not the only person who is the apple of God's eye. Don't take privilege as a child of God. I'm a privileged child of God. I'm a, it's true, but you are not the only one. So as you, you are untouchable. You are untouchable because you are a sensitive part of God. The same way that person is also a sensitive part of God. And if you touch, if you put your hand in somebody's eye, they will react. Is that not so? They, will, they won't react to their eye first. They will react to whatever came up against the eye. So out of ignorance, you might think that you are the only privileged child of God, but you can be touching any other person. You are touching God's eye everywhere. 
No bi oye tutu eni bi ano yebe tuno. I don't know if God is talking to somebody here. So people curse first and foremost because they are ignorant. They don't know that the word of God says we have received a commandment to bless. And that you must bless rather than curse. Number two. People curse to prove their closeness with the Lord. Yes. They curse. Look at James and John. Verse 54. Luke chapter 9. When they saw, in fact, the first part, they saw that people were prophesying. They came and said, no, we are the ones close. These people are not close. So those of us who are close, we can stop the ones who are not close. Hey. And then 54. When they were not giving access to, to Samaria, the Bible says that, 54, and when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, will thou that we command fire to come up? They were closer the way Elias did. So people cares to display. I'm feeling it already. Their closeness with the Lord. It, is, it gives them a sense of supremacy. They feel like, boy, we are the ones who have been doing dry fasting. Don't joke with a dry fasting man. We have been eating and drinking with God. Hey, be careful. Have you not heard it before? Be careful. Hey. I mean, I'm not like all those Christians who are eating here and here. Those of us, be careful with us. We are close. We are spiritual. We are not ordinary Christians. We have a high level. Touch not my anointed. Hey. Powerful. A display of their closeness to the Lord. When people feel spiritually high, they feel like, hey, 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 careful. You know who you are dealing with? We are the ones God has called. Fivefold ministry. I'm an apostle. <laughs> I'm a prophet. I'm an evangelist. So he said that there is a sense of closeness you feel you have with the Lord in the spirit. A sense that I'm anointed. A sense that I have some supernatural um, substance. And I'm, I'm, I'm in the realm of the, I'm in the spirit. I am, I am, you see, I know how to navigate my way. When you hear them talking on radio, I'm an oracle. Touch me, you go. You see, so it, that kind of a thing makes them move. To lack, like the way James and John, they are not bad disciples, but they wanted to do something bad. And the Lord said, no, 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 no. You people don't know the kind of spirit you have. The kind of spirit you have does not permit you to do that. So you can really have the spirit of God and be misbehaving around. And that's why the, Jesus was asking them to stretch. So that your closeness as a disciple of the Lord will not give you undue privilege to go about calling down fire on people. Hey. So that's why you see that people who normally fast, they are, a lot of them are hot-tempered people. Like Elijah. Comes from the bush. He doesn't have plenty of words. <laughs> not plenty words and you can have a wife like that mostly listen to me and I say this with a sense of responsibility wives or ladies who are very spiritually diligent a lot of them don't have they are quarrelsome as well 
Especially a lot of people who believe that we have to use spirituality to solve every problem. We are very bored at what is here. A woman can look at the husband and say, You don't know, I'm the one who controls the spiritual atmosphere. I'm spiritually higher than you. As for men, they do it, we can't even mention it. I am your covering. <laughs> if I don't bless you, you are not blessed. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Was the person not born again before you married the person? Christ said, from today, you have become the author of their redemption. Because you are a husband. It's a lie. Now lie. And drunk one. Husband can just look at the wife. I have cursed you. No pastor can even remove that. It's a lie. It's a real lie. Look at somebody saying, drunk one. Hey. And some granny. Bless, bless. When you are close to the Lord and you bless, ah, the thing will go wild. But when you curse, you are using a real force that should go in a particular direction to fight against that force itself. You neutralize the, the power you have when you carry the Holy Ghost and decide that you are cursed. God, devil doesn't break curses. It's the spirit of the Lord or let's say it's the blood of Jesus that breaks curses. So when you carry the spirit of God and you are cursing people, it's, it's you are doing nothing. Hey. So when people feel close, when people feel like the anointing, they, they don't tolerate. <laughs> Can I give you more? Why do people curse knowing that we have been instructed to bless? Number three. People curse in response to rejection of their mission and ideas. Yes. Let me just cut it short. People curse in response to rejection of their mission and ideas. Jesus sent them. He said, go there. If they receive you, they have received us. And when they went there, they were not received. They were rejected. They said, we want to curse. Yeah. When people feel a sense of rejection, they want to curse. Oh. Yeah. If you are married, I mean, worst case scenario, you are married to somebody, say, we will marry again. You are going. Whose time did you waste? And Kwame. Kwame. If I'm a child of God, <laughs> child of God, this child of God, eh? They born you alone. You will know that I'm a child of God. Divorce means somebody should be cursed. Somebody withdraws out of a relationship abruptly. He said, it's a lie. You should marry me. It's a lie. How, how can we go out for three years and you say you won't marry? You won't do. You must do. <laughs> you go do. To live, you know. Hey, out of that pain of broken heart and that rejection, they just sit cry. You, you will suffer. You will suffer. You. <laughs> no woman will marry you. You will never have peace. Hey, sister, brother, 
You brother, no, you took care of the sister to go for nursing training. <laughs> After licentia, he just met the doctor. The doctor said, I love you, baby. <laughs> he said, I don't do it again. So why is it all the nursing training? I over you. We have investment. You want to go? When you go, you will never give birth. It shall never be well with you. You will suffer. Your generation will suffer. Brother, it's a lie. <laughs> and drunk one. Hey. People bid for a contract and they feel like they did one this thing. It's a cursing that you do. Foolish man. God punish you. So emotionally, all human beings, Maslow said, we have a need for affirmation or acceptance. So when people are not accepted, they feel rejected, they react. One way people react, because you see that rejection is cost, is an emotional cost. Why are you my husband and you don't talk to me? And you talk to the people at work. You lose your job, so you come home. <laughs> you see, I'm preaching. You would think like I'm not preaching. But I know I am preaching. I, you know, what am I even doing here? Am I dancing? You, you have gotten the money and you are giving it to the women there. And we are suffering here. We have been rejected. We are the ones who have said, you, you, the, the fire of heaven will burn all the money that come into your hand. Went into a partnership with somebody. Person cheated you. That emotional rejection makes you want to react. Are you following here at all? Or somebody talks down on you, insults you before people. You go cry, cry. You know, so people believe that when they cry, it's very spiritual. So they just go inside, they start crying. We're just calling spirit. Oh, you will cry. You say, I have cried my soul. Was crying, Kwame, Kwame, Kwame. <laughs> they will first cry, cry and invite the spirit so that when they release the curse. So, be no yadiano and yadiano and tiasiano and yoda. You, after three abortions. What are you saying? What are you saying? Do you marry me? Who should marry me? Who should marry me? If you go swear with you, they don't call me Amma. If he goes well with you, I, Reverend Francis is not my father. <laughs> I don't attend the keeper's house. And trunk one. It's a lie. When people feel emotionally rejected, emotionally abused, they react. Like these people, they say, well, you are not coming here because you now you're on your way to Jerusalem. Oh yeah, face your forward. Say, hey, with Jesus, no? with the anointing, with the power, no? who are you? It's like some people, they, they just go to a place, they say, you, you will not allow you to put your kiosk here. He say, hey, this place will become a wilderness. A desolate place. Nobody will sell here for it to, hey, we are powerful, Papa. 
You are powerful, Papa. Hey. Tell somebody, change your mouth. Change your mouth. This message should be a camp message. Your father didn't take care of you. You see, uh, this is my father. Is this one also a father? Foolish man. And into no prayer. Ufri baby, I'm even saying so. Oh, bebele, bebele. Some people feel that their mother left them, and uh, so in 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 short, anybody whom you feel did not treat you well deserves the judgment of God. Is that also? That's the whole world, we are here to treat you well. All of us, that should be our focus, that we are here to do what? Treat you well. Mother of Africa. <laughs> Father of Europe. That's anybody, everybody is here to ensure that I am fine, the carpet is laid, and all of that. If it doesn't go as planned... Look, let me tell you, if you are going out with somebody and you see that you now you are going to divorce the person after five years, withdraw. Do what? Let them curse you for withdrawing. Don't be. Sometimes, you see, emotionally when we are not happy and we are cursing people, cursing people, God will be sitting there laughing. This girl, even is it sometimes the rejection is your direction for deliverance. But because you don't see and you are so carnal and spiritually amateur, you feel like so how what will people say? How will people accept it? What will people say I am? You yourself immediately you are in the public space looking and seeking for opinion of people, how people are looking at you and all of that. Blah 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 blah. See that cursing people are people who are not emotionally stable. It's a sign. It doesn't matter whether they are bishop or they are cardinal or they are archbishop or they are whatever. Or the moment because that's a, something they used to express. They are negative energy when they are not emotionally happy. But a sign that you are not emotionally happy does not mean that God wants to go and fight for you. Because you do you make people emotionally un unhappy. Hey! So, that's why I saw one video like that. One pastor was just cursing people. Cursing people, cursing people, cursing people. Some people now should be. If you are leaving somebody's church, Oh yeah, just quietly park yourself and do what? Now you go and say what you have not seen, what, what has not been said, what you have not heard. You just see that if I'm going, I won't go alone. All of you, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, everybody. Oh yeah, let's go. So the pastor comes and says, hey. If you are going, just go. But it's like you're on a campaign. That one, the, the pastor doesn't need to curse you. He, the Bible says, curse without cause. You know? This one, as you are creating the cause, you know, they don't need to curse you. That's why I see me, I don't have time for people at all. You will just do the thing. If God now deems fit, So, please, the fact that you are emotionally un unhappy does not mean that the Holy Spirit should expend energy and power. Hey, people mock at you, barren, barren, barren. 
He said, you too, when you are growing, your children will be like me so that you, and about some cranny. And about some cranny. And people can say things and do things. But you have to always remember that you have been given a commandment to do what? Bless. Nice, pa. Why do people curse? Praise the Lord. People curse because they don't know that curses destroy lives. So if you look at verse 56 of that Luke chapter 9, Jesus said to them that, for this, no, let's look 54, 55, 56. He said, you people don't know the spirit that you have. Next verse, 55. But he turned and rebuked them and said, ye know not what manner of spirit ye are. Ye are of. For the son of man is not come to destroy man's lives. Now, underline. He's not come to destroy man's life, but to save them. And they went to another village. So, curses destroy lives. Are you here now? Jesus is saying, I don't want you to curse them because if you curse them, you are destroying their lives. And the reason why curses destroy lives is because you see that the spirit they have is a blessing spirit. And God blesses. So when somebody is cursing, they are giving evil spirits the free access to hunt down the lives of people. Let me say this very carefully. Those of you, when you curse people, things happen. You think it's the Holy Ghost working with you. Let me just show you this thing. Jesus said the spirit you have is not a cursing spirit. So because of that, when you release a curse, it is not God. Especially when you release a curse on a child of God. It's not God that ensures that curse comes to pass. Now, let me tell you that even you and I who are foolish people. If I'm a father, see me, I'm a father. And these two people are my children. Ben, come. Sister, please come. Sister? Sister? Nice. My children are nice. Beautiful. So this is my son. My first son. And then this is my daughter, my second child. And then they are in the house. And then this one and this one, they have pintain, pintain. So let's say they went out on a relationship. And then this, this one broke that. Because I like it when you break his heart. This one broke the heart of this one. <laughs> and this one is a prayer warrior. <laughs> you know, if you know what you are contending with, you will not try this thing. So this one goes to write the name of this sister. Watch your name, please. Tap it on a paper and put it in a bottle of oil. Hey! Give it oil. I can't trap a papa. What do we You don't know we are in the keeper's house. We carry covering. By the God of the keeper. Sulakatu Labraya. Ikudolo Baraza. Shakwa. What does he say? His name. Hey. I'm changing your name. I'll call your name Evelyn. Evelyn. Uruzu Bragia. Evelyn. Evelyn. Eve. Eve daughter. Lukutu Prakita. Shulagradaga. I close your heavens. Your heavens shall be like brass. 
it shall be like iron. A string you as I sing you. Evelyn, baby, I'm a copy. Hey! 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 All your helpers will desert you. Shalakwa takaya. Ikoloko labaya. 30 minutes tongues. For all your helpers will desert you. Ludula jogra. Jolagaraba. I'm the Holy Ghost. I'm the father of both of them. I love him. I love Evelyn. And he's cursing Evelyn. And he's asking me. The father. To go and kill my daughter. Because they have this agreement. So he said, Daddy, I don't want to see this, my sister, in the house anymore. Because he does, she doesn't make me happy. So I want you to kill your daughter so that me and you will live here and be very happy. What foolish father. Even here on earth, if the man is mad, a man will not kill a child, his own child, because of the displeasure of another child towards that child. Now, me no cry, Jimmy cry, and you and me. That's why in your house, you see that siblings can be fighting, and parents are there. They are saying, they will call this one, talk to this one, call this one, talk to that one. They don't kill children. Parents don't what? Kill children. Are you following here? So when you are cursing the Evelyn, die, die, die. It is not God who is going to kill this one. So all you are doing is that you are inviting spirits, strange spirits around who are useless, aimless. You know, devil said, I was roaming, you know, wandering about. Into Oduana notice Evelyn. <laughs> oh, Evelyn, 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 Evelyn. Music I'm to our nursery. Oh God. Evelyn. So the demon is saying, Me I'm a chimney, you man yet. But this you may be sorry. But Evelyn, you will suffer. The demon said, Ah, I bag it. So demon go dead there, could take the contract. Say, oh boy, come see. A man's enemy are the ones of his own house. This household is giving us access to come and trouble Evelyn's life. So it's evil spirit. The second service, I will teach when you are cursing that Satan has hired you. So it shouldn't get to that point that you, you begin to curse people, curse people. Because when you curse, what you don't give angels work to do. You give demons work to do. You become friends to demons. Because it is not God who will kill this one. It's the devil that comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. It's the devil that will try to... You can never die. Huh? I have prayed for you as you live here. Break through long life. Go and enjoy, enjoy. In Jesus' name. Plenty children. So as you are cursing and using your power, you will see what my God will do to you, my friend. Shut up there. Shut up there. Shut up there. Now, see what my father will do to you. <laughs> Tell somebody stretch. Say bless. I can't hear you. Say bless. Now when the man gave birth with you and didn't take care of the child until the child was 14. You have cursed the man. Now when the child got to 14, he started pushing that, I want to see my father. (laughs) And now, you took the child to go and see the cursed father. And then, this is the time to the man to his mind is returning home. 
And he started to say, I beg you, I want to take care of the child. He started remitting the child. Every month, 1,000 Ghana. So as you buy food for the child, you cook and you too, you eat some. You are eating food from a cursed man's money. Is the money more cursed? Are you not chopping cursed food? Check your mouth. Oh. Watch your mouth. You see, there's a scripture that says that the anger of man does not prove the righteousness of God. That you are angry does not mean God must misbehave. So cool down, cool down. That's after today, you have to call people and forgiving you. The Odyssey, you now in your room, the way you went naked. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Medina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.